Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hami Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hami Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top-rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's gotta be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained i have dry bars balls so dry they explode like dust suck my balls suck my balls you must suck my golf balls mommy Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them drag, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. What is that? It's my balls! <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it, How would you like to suck my balls? <gasps> what did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garcia? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition. <laughs> balls. Suck my balls. A South Park review. I'm your host on the scene where the area is clean, and I'm lighting up that green. Your boy. MSG. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer each and every week. For the last 77 plus weeks now, I am joined 
by one or more individuals. Two of these guys have been here most of the time as my co-pilots as we review South Park for you in linear fashion. But I digress. We are back for another edition. This is Suck My Balls, episode number 77. And I am joined by my first man on the scene. He's literally loading up our fucking rocket to the moon. He's the Dr. Green Thumb himself. Mother freaking Jackson. Scoop Jackson. What's up, buddy? Loading up the loading up the green right now. Loading up the green, getting ready for his next fiend. He's looking clean. As well as this gentleman is looking dapper. As we're matching, we've got some brand new gear here. We're got, we've got a couple brand new Baked Boy shirts we're rocking today, and we're sending another one to Ian. It's coming in the mail. It's a tie dye one. We got these Baked BL ones. I think we're sending you this one too, Ian. Or no, this mm-hmm. one's mine. Yeah, we're sending you this one. Yeah, yeah. I, and then, I, and, then I, we're, and then me and Joe got a camo one, but it's just like the three heads with the camo. It's a Baked Boy. Yeah, I was going to say, I wanted that one too, but. Since yeah. I got the tie-dye shirt. Yeah, you got the tie So I think you're fine. Yeah. I, I think you just said Baked BL. I think it says Baked BC for Baked Boys Club. Oh, really? Maybe yeah. just, you know, I was looking at it like an it, L. Like, well, it I thought it was Baked Boys Label. Like that. I don't know. It, That's what I, it does kind of look like an L, though, but I figured it was Baked Label, BC. clothing, club. We're all here to get baked. You can get baked by going to thebakedboysclub.com. Use our code SuckMyBallsPod. And, of course, our third guy here back. From Vegas, where he got stranded in an airport once more, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he is the man who does not give a shit what you have to say as long as you're listening to what he has to say. Politically correct. Mr. Joe Vernola back from Vegas. Didn't get to go to a concert because he didn't have his COVID card. I only had a picture, and the people were fucking being Nancy Browns about it. I know, dude. I would have been a, I. So yeah, this is the first time in thirty six years on the planet I missed a flight, and it kind of worked out for me because I got an extra day or so to hang out with some friends and stuff. And then a friend calls me up. He's like, "Yo, I have an extra ticket to Dead Mouse." First full capacity event in Vegas since God knows when. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm there. And then it was like, well, do you have your vaccine card? I'm like, I have a picture of my vaccine card. And they're like, no, not good enough. Goodness gracious. Well, we're happy to have you back. We're happy to have you along for another Suck My Balls reviews. You're going to be driving today. But before we get there, guys. Something that we like to do, we don't, we haven't got to do very often, but we encourage each and every listener of Suck My Balls or viewer on YouTube or Facebook, wherever you watch this, to send us your feedback, your thoughts on what you think of our show or whatnot. Well, we got an email, guys, and this guy's name is, uh, well, his name is Kenny. He says, hey, guys, my name is Kenny, listening to your podcast from Henrietta, Oklahoma on Spotify. I've been a fan of South Park since its creation in 1997. In all my years of watching the show, I just came to an epiphany regarding Mr. Garrison and Mr. Hat. I'm not certain if anyone has thought of this, but if so, then, well, my bad for being late to the party. 
Have any of you ever seen the 1978 psychological thriller Anthony Hopkins film Magic? If not, the film follows a ventriloquist, played by Mr. Hopkins, who is dealing with the pressure of being famous and eventually snaps. Now, the point I'm getting at is perhaps Mr. Garrison is a parody of Mr. Hopkins' character in regards to him and his potential undiagnosed mental illness. Perhaps this is also me grasping at straws. I do work overnights after all, and I'm pulling things out of my ass. If you also haven't seen the film, I cannot possibly begin to recommend this film enough to all of you. Anyway, better get back to work. Wishing all of you well. Suck my droopy, hairy balls. Thank you, Kenny, for saying <laughs> And that's what Kenny said. That's what and fucking that's Kenny what said. That's what Kenny um, said. <laughs> first of all, thank you for being a listener, Kenny. Damn, I didn't think about that. I should have put that in the segment, but it's all right. <laughs> but, um, what do you guys think? 1978 psychological thriller magic, Joe. So, I never, I, like, full disclosure, I had never heard of the movie until just now. But that doesn't mean that Matt and Trey didn't. That doesn't mean other. This is a theory I had never heard. But at the same time, I wouldn't put it past Matt and Trey because we've seen how many film references they've pulled out in just these 77 episodes and that's just the ones that we as fans can catch because i'm sure they're gonna keep mum on the others until someone's like hey is this a and they'll be like yeah and if i'm not mistaken they were taking film courses that's right up in boulders so it it definitely fits the M.O. of things they've done before. So it could be or it could just be coincidental. You know, have you seen the 1978 psychological thriller with Anthony Hopkins magic? Uh, Like, Joe, this is the first time I'm hearing of it. So I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah. Like you said, it was highly recommended. And like Joe, Joe was saying, uh, we couldn't we can't honestly put it past Matt and Trey because like he said you know the, the film courses and everything and all the references that, this is, that they've already made to other films from that era and so forth so hey you know he could be on to something here he could be on well thank you Kenny for sending your email if you'd like to send us your feedback any episode that we review uh, whether that's uh, past or maybe future even if you send a future one and we haven't gotten your episode maybe we're in the season we'll definitely read it when we get to that episode as well but Either way, send us your feedback, suckmyballspod at gmail.com. You can also just uh, DM us on Twitter at suckmyballspod. Facebook at South Park Pod, where we had exactly 420 new likes last month. That was so great. Hysterical. Uh, and uh, you can also check us out on Instagram at suckmyballspod as well. Well, let's get into South Park, because that's what we do here. We're a South Park review, guys. And this week, Joe, you're going to be driving, but we're going to be reviewing uh, Osama Bin Laden's Farty Pants. And uh, it's a very interesting episode, just to kind of get going here, is because this episode, as you know, you noted last week before we got into it, this is the first episode post 9-11. And this is kind of how South Park responds. And I feel like, and we'll get maybe toward the end and I'll give you my final thoughts in there, but I, I definitely like the overall arc of um, there was, a, you know, American pride in their own South Park kind of way. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, which we'll get there. But Joe... Mm-hmm. Start us off, and I'll be the DJ here with these clips. Eric, Eric, Osama Bin Laden has farty pants is the ninth episode of season five and the 74th episode overall. It first aired November 7th, 2001. 
The kids of South Park have raised money to send to the children of Afghanistan, but the government believes the Afghani children's thank you gift is contaminated with anthrax and the boys are forced to take it back to Afghanistan. The plot starts, the episode begins with uh, South Park showing its changes since the events of September 11th. Now everyone is afraid of terrorists and the boys are at the bus stop all wearing gas masks for protection from anthrax. Remember when life used to be simple and cool? Not really. Uh, Hey, how's it going, fellas? Splitters, what the hell are you doing? Well, I'm just standing around being a kid. Why? How come you're all wearing those Oogie Spaceman masks? He's a gas mask, butters. Yeah, if you don't have a gas mask, you're going to get smallpox or anthrax. What? Oh, Jesus. I don't want to get the thrax, fellas. What do I do? There's nothing you can do except stop breathing. Stop breathing? Yeah, you can't get it if you don't breathe. Oh, all right, then. (laughs) Then, butters, stop breathing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get the thrax. 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 Now, I, I didn't note it here, but I like here as they're getting onto the bus. Like, Officer Barb Brady is there checking him, right? And he checks, you know, Stan yeah. and Kyle. He gets the canning can. He's got all the different uh, nudie mag- magazines. He's all reading them off. He gets the Cartman, and he's like, hey, what's this? What's it to be the bra? And it's, like, just, like, some, like, child safety scissors you take to school. And yeah. Butters faints, and that's the last we saw of Butters this episode. <laughs> yeah, and, like, he looks right at Butters and then get, okay, move along. All clear. Oh, clear. Yeah, that's right. Move along, sir. I I got my uh, pseudo law enforcement figures mixed up. At school, the kids are forced to each bring in a dollar in response to President Bush's request for charity to Afghanistan. All right, class. As some of you may have heard, the president has asked that American children all send one dollar to the children of Afghanistan. So I have a list of addresses, and we're going to all chip in. Ha! I'm not giving a dollar to those towel heads. Eric, the Afghan people need our help. Oh, I'm sorry, but I thought we were at war with these assholes. We're at war with terrorists, badass. No, it's Afghanistan. And the only reason you care is because you don't want to give us a dollar. That dollar buys me a chocolate milk for lunch. Right. What, you want me to just get a regular milk for 10 cents? Now look, it isn't our fault that terrorists hate us. We're just kids. We aren't the ones just bombing kids. them now. We're, we're just kids. Just kids. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, but we're just caught in the middle. Not our fault. The Afghan kids are caught in the middle too. Yes, but they're sand monkeys. Fuck. <laughs> 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 it's so bad, but it's good. It's hysterical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And of course, for those who may be young and don't know, uh, President Bush, and this, I was like, this might have been a little bit old for you guys, because I know you guys probably would have been in high school, but I was in the sixth grade when 9 11 happened. So uh, that would have put you like, what, eighth, ninth grade for both of you, whatever. No, this was my senior year. Wow, so you're old, yeah. Um, yeah. Joe. Uh, <laughs> scoop Fuck that would have scoop that would have put you that would have put you in eighth grade, right? I think when I was in sixth grade, nine eleven, two thousand one. Nine eleven. I was a junior. No, sophomore in high school, dude. Really? Yeah. How was? How how, where am I then? I don't know. <laughs> You were Maybe. probably you were probably either it was probably either your freshman it was I think it was probably your freshman year in high school when that happened. Well, I graduated in 06. So I didn't start till 02. So I guess I would have been eighth grade. There, I guess I was in the eighth grade. There right. I um yeah because it was uh, two weeks before I turned seventeen. Wow. 
I guess where I was going to go with this is the I remember this whole President Bush request for charity to Afghanistan bull crap because like my sister, there's a nine year difference between us. So she was getting asked to bring a dollar to school. And I remember I was just starting to open my eyes and being like, why do we have to send them a dollar? <laughs> so I was I was in the same kind of thought process. Carmen, yeah, man, for my chocolate milk. You guys just want to get regular milk. So, yeah, I definitely uh, empathized here with Carmen. I now I wouldn't go as far as to use lean expletives uh, to degrade a whole <laughs> race of individuals who live in a, an area. But I uh, understood his overall sentiment, Joe. Yeah, totally. Um, so at that point, Stan, Kyle, Cartman, and Kenny hand their money over, and it is sent to four Afghan kids who resemble them greatly, except, of course, that they are Afghan and speak Dari Persian amongst themselves. Kenny's counterpart even wears a headscarf which covers everything but his eyes and also muffles his speech. Meanwhile, Stan's mother simply sits catatonic on the couch all day, endlessly watching CNN. She's apparently been doing this for about eight weeks. Another high alert status for terrorist activity this weekend. The government said bad things are likely to happen. Meanwhile, the world continues to back down from their support of the United States, saying that they were really only kidding to begin with. Hey, Mom, doorbell's ringing. <laughs> hey, Sharon, maybe you should stop watching the news for a little bit. Sharon, you've been watching CNN for about uh, eight weeks now. Don't you want to watch something else? Sharon? Sharon? It's so good. Sharon? Sharon? In response to the boys sending a dollar, the four Afghan boys send them a goat in the mail. As a result of the package coming from Afghanistan, the bomb squad is called in. I love their reaction to when they realize that it's a big brown package from Afghanistan. Dude, what's going on? We got a package from the kids we sent dollars to. They sent us something back. Prelim shows negative, sir. Then we're going to have to blow it. Yes, yes sir. Sweet, calm down. Have some coffee. Have some coffee. Open! Ah, <laughs> oh, it's just a goat. Oh, it's just a goat. I think I might clip that and put that in my South Park full. Oh, it's just a goat. Hey, that is... The... Boys realize that they cannot keep the goat, and so they try to send it back to Afghanistan. But since only American military planes are flying over the country, they can only do so by sneaking the goat onto a military plane. While on their way to the base, Towley shows up. I love this part. This is great. I'm so glad they brought him back for this. Stan, I don't think we're supposed to be in the military base. They might shoot us. I don't care. We're going. Don't forget to bring a towel. Ah, uh, uh, no, not Tally. When going someplace new, you should always bring a towel. Okay, thanks, Tally. You want to get high? No, we don't want to get high. You mean you don't want Tally around? That's right. So am I to understand that there's been a Tally ban? Damn <laughs> 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 it, get the hell out of here, Tally. All right, see ya. <laughs> So am I to understand there's been a tally band? Nah. 
my god yeah it is great they sneak into a nearby base able to do so when the guards mistake the goat for stevie nicks who is scheduled to be there for a uso show however the boys wind up on the plane too and are taken to afghanistan ah son of a bitch wait wait there's children in here Dude, it looks like we're going to Afghanistan. Going to Afghanistan? Trapped in a small space for 20 hours? How could things get any worse? Oh, oh you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads us right into the boys arriving in Afghanistan after a 20-hour flight, falling out of the plane, gasping for breath after having to breathe in Cartman's farts, which, as we learn years later, the, the breakdown of what the diet double do. Diet double do. Oh, God, it was horrible. 20 hours. <laughs> what the hell? Cartman farted in there. We had to breathe it in for 20 hours. It didn't smell that bad. You guys are overreacting. I don't smell it. Oh, oh God. Uh, whatever. You son of a bitch, Carmen. You don't fart when you're locked in a small space with other people. Oh, I'm sorry. Next time I'll just ask my fart nicely if it wouldn't mind staying tucked away for a while. All right, all right. Let's just get the goat back to his home. We have to find this address. <laughs> it's really not that hard to hold in a fart. No, but 20 hours, though, that would be hard. Uh, yeah, I guess. And Fair. it's also Carmen. True. And uh, I, what I would also like to point out is here, this was kind of like a, um, I don't want to say a foreshadowing, but Carmen here was laying the groundwork. If you think about it, he stuck Kyle in a fart chamber for 20 hours to get him ready for those farts later on down the line. Yummy, yummy. I love farts in my tummy. So yeah. yes, getting ready in the, do you want to enter the chamber of farts? Farts? Who dares enter the, I'm calling shenanigans, shenanigans. Anyway, sorry. Oh no, that's previous <clears throat> show. Yes, that is fine. The boys manage to find their Afghan counterparts who refuse to take back the goat. Furthermore, the two groups get into an argument over America. The boys assume that most Afghans like America, but the Afghan boys reveal that they hate the country and that, in fact, most of the world does too. Stan later replies, oh, well, I guess maybe someday we can learn to hate you too. Yep, we'll have that clip later, but here's a clip of them talking to them for the first time. Uh, hi, we're from America. Uh, we sent you the dollar, the, the four dollars. You, you sent us this goat. Goat? Meh. Here, we don't want it. Oh, you want something else? All we had was the goat. Your country bumped everything else. No, dude, we're, we're not ungrateful. It's just none of us can keep the goat. It was choking <laughs> on the sweet air freedom in America, so we brought it back to your crappy country. Oh, and here, take this American flag as a gift. Now, for those not watching it, they're burning the flag. Yay! Yay! Hey, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, they told us in school that everyone but terrorists love America. Ha! America, you have a What did you call us? Your country is the evil empire. Your government wants to rule the world. But your values and your spirituality are in the gutter. Then why did you send us a goat? Because in Afghanistan, we have pride. If you send us something, we must send something in return. It doesn't mean we don't still hate you. Now, get out of here. Get out of here. 
<laughs> doesn't mean we don't still hate you. <laughs> That's like the Native Americans, right? Like, we'll give you a gift. It's like, if you give us a gift, but that does not mean we still hate you. It's just a, some cultures do that way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but, exactly. And, and they slam a door that is <laughs> literally the only thing still standing on that building in their face. Like, that was. Yeah, because the episode kind of starts off with them walking around trying to do typical things like a kid would from what playing basketball, going to see a movie, then going trying to go back to their house, and every all everything they try to do it gets bombed by America. Yeah. After the boys leave to try to get home, they get caught by terrorists and are brought to the hiding place of Osama bin Laden, who is depicted as completely insane. They are taken to a place that is very conveniently labeled not where Osama bin Laden is hiding. (laughs) (laughs) The boys then attempt to claim that they are Canadian in order to be set free, but Cartman reveals that they are in fact American, resulting in them being taken hostage. It's clap, it's great. Yeah. Howdy. Uh, Greetings from Canada. Well, boys, it's about time we get back to our hoose in Canada, isn't it? Hey, what the hell are you talking about? I'm not a goddamn Canadian, and neither are you. Oh, Carmen, you stupid asshole. Stupid asshole. Good job, fat ass. Dude, don't call me a Canadian. Dude, don't call me a Canadian. Like, Carmen would rather die or go meet Osama bin Laden than right. <laughs> Like, at first I thought, well, maybe he's got a lot of American pride. No, it's just Canadian. I think if you had said some other, like, European country or something like that, like, he would have been okay. But because it was Canada or Mexico, obviously, he wouldn't be happy with that. I think it would depend on the European country because I could see him saying, hey, don't call me French, butthole. I could think he'd be okay with Australian based on jamming up the butthole. Oh, no, no doubt. Osama bin Laden then makes a videotape revealing his hostages. And again, the army mistakes the goat for Stevie Nicks. Look, I think I can explain everything. You see, my friend Stan here is an oversensitive animal lover. He got a boner for this goat and... Oh, crap! It's him! Uh, dude, it's called deodorant, okay? It's not expensive. Carmen's got, like, a a lot of good liners in this episode now that I'm listening back. Yeah, he he really does. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I was going to also talk about the fact that, you know, we should explain that, because we might have gone over it, right, that Stevie Nicks was taken hostage um, by the... Osama bin Laden people there in that this same well. But the reason why they believe it's Stevie Nicks is she's supposed to play at the USO show. So when they originally got on the base to send off the goat, they thought the goat was Stevie Nicks. And we'll we'll explain why mm. later in the episode during the trivia why the goat is a symbol for Stevie Nicks. Yeah. The Afghan boys finding out after finding out about this go and rescue the American boys despite their argument due to them thinking that if they do not help the innocent, they are no better than America. Cartman, however, goes to challenge Bin Laden in a struggle of wits, which parodies old cartoons with Cartman as Bugs Bunny. Hey, what are you guys doing here? We've come to save you. But I thought you hate us. We do. 
Cartman, where are you going? I'm gonna go take care of this prick. Cartman, he's crazy. He's not crazy, he's an idiot. I know how to deal with these people. I'm flippity flappity flu. Jihad, jihad. What's up, Bin Laden? Uh-oh, 5.30, time to pray. As you can hear, I left all those Looney Tunes sound effects in there to give the added effect for the podcast listeners as Cartman definitely went very Bugs Bunny-ish there with Bin Laden. Oh, yeah, he he went total uh, Chuck Jones on him. Oh, my um, yeah. The U.S. Army storms the cave to rescue Stevie Nicks and the boys escape, though Kenny and his Afghan counterpart die in the process. The boys wind up getting in yet another fight. Um, meanwhile, Cartman manages to trick Bin Laden into dressing up like Uncle Sam uh, which leads to a bunch of terrorists crowding around to kill him, but they all end up getting killed. Bin Laden is then shot in the head by an American soldier. With the Taliban overthrown and Bin Laden dead, the boys say goodbye to the Afghan kids, who, despite a somewhat schmaltzy moment, still hate them. Oh, I got him! I got him! Well, looks like the Taliban and Bin Laden are finally out of power. Yeah, you don't need us anymore. Hey, wait a minute! You know, you guys should know one thing. Most people in America are good people who just try to live day by day like you guys do. Maybe if you took some time to see all the great things about our country, you'd see we're not so different after all. Yeah. That's fine. But we still hate you. That's fine. Oh. Well, I guess maybe someday we can learn to hate you too. Maybe. In time. I'm confused. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, so good. And the troops celebrate their victory with a show by Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks. Before they leave, Stan sticks a small American flag into the ground, prompting Kyle to say to him, Dude, I almost thought those Afghani kids talked you into not liking America. To which Stan replies, No, dude, America may have some problems, but it's our home, our team. If you don't want to root for your team, then you should get the hell out of the stadium. Yeah. Stan and Kyle end the episode by saluting the American flag, saying, Go America, and then finishing with, Go Broncos. Here is Fleetwood Mac with Stevie Nicks. Come on, let's go get to the plane. Dude, I almost thought those Afghani kids talked you into not liking America. No, dude. America may have some problems, but it's our home. Our team. And if you don't want to root for your team, then you should get the hell out of the stadium. Damn right. Yeah. Go, America. Go, America. Go, Broncos. Go, Broncos. Yeah, go, Broncos. Yeah, Broncos. Go, Broncos. (laughs) All right, guys, that is your recap there for the full episode. We'll be right back with a word from our sponsors. Yo, what's up, guys? Check out our fancy, dancy, stonerific threads here that we picked up from thebakedboysclub.com, our brand new sponsor. We're sporting them. 
Joe over there is always fresh looking. I mean, Joe, how fresh is that shirt? It's fresh. It's fresh. And then you got Tom Bow Tom Bow Scoop here, Ian. I mean, he's looking pretty saucy, or as mm. they like to call it, the Versace T-shirt. Yeah. I mean, look at this guy. He's just a sexy beast with that T-shirt. Mm. And of course, I've got the amazing NES shirt here. So guys, to get this great apparel, visit thebakedboysclub.com, use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD, and you'll save 15% off your order. So not only can you get baked, but we're gonna save you some money so you can continue to get baked. So visit thebakedboysclub.com, bakedboysclub.com, use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD. Baked Boys, not just a brand. Not just a brand. It's not just a brand. It's, it's a, a lifestyle. lifestyle. And again, once again, shout out to our sponsor, thebakeboysclub.com. Use our code SUCKMYBALLSPOD and you'll save 20%. Why do I? No, 15% off your order. I watch someone's going to go there and be like, that guy said 20, so fuck him. 15% off your order. You suck my balls, pod, and you'll save some freaking money so you can keep getting baked. But we're going to get into our weekly segment, generally, if he has lines, and he does this week. And it's called... And now, we're going to get into... What did Kenny say? That's right. What did Kenny say? And on this week's edition of What Did Kenny Say? He had some lines, a couple lines, and I'm going to go through them really quickly here before we let Scoop jump into the trivia. And uh, the first thing is in the opening scene, when they get the goat, after the army disperses, Kyle says, well, what are we supposed to do with it? And the goat says, of course, bah. Stan says, uh, you're going to have to take him home with you, Kyle. Kyle says, dude, my mom won't even let me have a hamster. And Stan says, Kenny? Kenny goes, no fucking way, dude. So apparently Kenny's parents would not let him take home the goat. Uh, moving on here, we are then uh, with the uh, the Afghan, uh, sorry, the boys on the military base heading to the Afghan country. And the pilot says, let's head out, closes up the door, walks to the cockpit, and the boys drop into the hold. So Cartman Turns around, wrestles with the door, says, Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Ah, son of a bitch. Kyle says, Hey, wait. As he's pounding on the door, there are children here. And then Kenny rises, loses a bit, and goes, Oh, shit, we're locked in. And then the goat says, Ma. And then Stan says, Dude, looks like we're going to Afghanistan. Kyle says, Going to Afghanistan? Locked in a small space for 20 hours? How could things get any worse? And the boys go, uh, Cartman, of course, farts. The boys say, Ah. And then Kenny says, Ew. And that's really all Kenny says. Uh, and then he dies. I've noted here that we'll keep that here with the what did Kenny say. In his death, uh, Kenny is killed in an explosion along with his Afghan counterpart. Stan and Kyle's Afghan counterparts say, Ya Allah, Koshistan Kayavano, Toy Dayus, which translates to, Oh God, they killed Kaivan, or you bastards, in Dari Persian. I've just butchered that. So for our uh, friends over in Saudi Arabia who listen to this, I apologize if you speak Persian or any in the Middle East, I apologize. Um, Kenny is also seen talking with Kyle, Stan, and the Afghanis in the background, although his alter ego is not. And that's what Kenny said. Scoop! Come out, come out, come out. Light us up with that trivia, brah. <clears throat> in the commentary of the episode, Matt Stone states that he hates Stevie Nicks, hence comparing her to a goat. Correct. 
That's not steamy, Nicks. That's steamy, Nicks. Steamy Nicks just shits her britches. She just gets up there and shits her britches. <laughs> now, that's steamy Ray Vaughn. I'm talking about steamy Nicks. Steamy Ray Vaughn just shits his britches as well. Hi, them britches have had enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. God damn it. General Plimkin from South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut makes an appearance here as the commander of the American forces in Afghanistan. Operation Get Behind the Darkers. <laughs> the episode's first title was Osama Bin Laden Has a Really, Really Smelly, Really, Really Small Penis. <laughs> a statement which is addressed during the Bugs Bunny-like chase scene where it takes 12 magnifying glasses to make it visible. Dude, I thought I counted 13. <clears throat> oh, wow. That's funny. Fourth ball break, while debating on whether to rescue the boys, one of the Afghan boys that's rescuing Americans makes no sense. One of the others says, we're speaking English right now. Does that make sense? <laughs> it was written on the envelope that the street net number of Stan's house is 2001 Bonanza Street with a zip code of Colorado 8439. 8439 is the zip code of Evergreen High School from which Trey graduated in 1988. John Hinkley Jr., who attempted to assassinate Ronald Reagan, is also from Evergreen, Colorado. <laughs> like 8,000 people in the town, and that's where the presidential assassin is from. And it's just, That's a random fact. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh. The Evergreen and High School Trey stuff. I, I was with you to the Evergreen High School stuff there, Joe, with the tray, and then you added the John Hinkley Jr. thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> because... It's a town of like 2,000 people at the time, and like two of them, one goes on to shoot Reagan, and the other goes on to, and they were probably like within a couple blocks of each other, honestly. Um, Scoop, will you tell us the last thing about the trivia here? <laughs> this is the first episode to air after the events of 9 11. That's correct. That's correct. That All right. So and trivia. Yep. All right. Let's go to our pop culture um, from the episode here. So some of the pop culture here. The song performed by Fleetwood Mac and the Goat at the end of the episode is a parody of the 1981 Stevie Nicks song "Edge of 17. Just like a wild sing the song, just like you sing it. Anyway, Cartman parodies the Bugs Bunny cartoons with signs depicting two pictures, which, when seeing the two words together, forms a humorous word or phrase. Describing the antagonist in the episode, Bin Laden takes the piece of Elmer Fudd, place of Elmer Fudd. I'm sorry. Cartman's signs describe the following: Bin Laden as a screwball, a shithead, a jackass. Until I actually looked this up for years, I thought they were calling him a cock pop. I didn't think cocksucker. That actually makes more sense. And then Barbara Streisand, of course, because Barbara Streisand is the ultimate swear word. Uh, the first one of the of those is the only one of true Looney Tunes. That being the, the screwball. Uh, the rest come from his string of curses at the end of South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. Shithead, jackass, cocksucker, Barbara Streisand. Uh, oh. seeds... Good. Although it, there will be times that characters will turn into jackasses in Looney Tunes. The scenes with Cartman and Osama also spoof various other Warner Brothers and Disney cartoons during the World War II, wherein the characters interact with the animated versions of Nazis as to mock them. Osama's last line, terrorist is the craziest people's, references a Warner Brothers short called Russian Rhapsody, where Hitler says Nazis is the craziest people's. Cartman calls the Afghan Jawas, 
actually in reference to the Star Wars series. <laughs> and when Carmen says it, you can't trust Jabba's guys. Guys like Jabba's, and he's like, you know, sand people. Uh, Osama says Durka Durka, Jihad, and Mula Mula, like the Arabs in Team America World Police, which was of course made by Trap. Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and the ending scene in which Stan kneels down and erects the small American flag may have been homage to George W. Bush's campaign commercials preceding the 2000 elections, a.k.a. the Hanging Chad. Um, that is your references to pop culture. So we'll wrap up with some of our top likes and dislikes for this episode. Um, just get started here. Joe, what was, what'd you like here? Um... The opening line, remember when life used to be simple and cool? And Cartman, not really. Uh, that sums things up really, really uh, well. And then, I mean, the Looney Tunes homages and everything, it's... Um, and there was an interview uh, Matt and Trey did in, like, 2009 with uh, Bill Simmons where they say that this episode in particular was a turning point for the series in general. And so that's uh, always been one of the reasons why I like it, because they seem to hold it in such high regard. It also was nominated for an Emmy. It came up short against Futurama that year at the Emmys, uh, date for television series or best animated television episode. Um, so I'm not going to shit on Futurama, though, because I do like Futurama. Yeah, I love Futurama. I, I have, I'm kind of curious what episode it went up against now. Well, Dad said, uh, I liked Cartman's one-liners. I liked all his one-liners in the episode. The part about the chocolate milk always gets me, uh, even as a kid. What the fuck? Why do I have to give you money? Now I can't get chocolate milk. I have to get regular milk? God damn it. You were not worth my regular milk. Yeah, not worth <laughs> Exactly. Damn it. Um, so yes, there was the <laughs> chocolate milk. Ask, hey, I only got two dollars a week or two dollars a day, you know. So I gotta make that like a dollar for the chocolate milk and a dollar for lunch. Why was the chocolate milk just as much as the lunch? You know, that never made no damn sense to me. Uh, or you can get regular milk for 25 cents, you know. Stupid, fuck that. Yeah, you know, uh, I like tally in this episode. So what you're saying is there's a tally ban. Hmm. Um, I don't know what else. Um, I liked oh, Randy and uh, Sharon. Jared, don't, don't you think you should get off the couch? You've been watching CNN for like eight weeks straight. <laughs> hmm. um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. And then I like the end of the episode with, uh, I don't know, the, 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 with the music, how it kicks in. You know, America may have our problems, but, you know, it's our team. And if you don't like it, get the hell out of the stadium. Go America, go Broncos. No matter what kind of American you are, that, that'll always get you. It always gives you goosebumps when you hear that. Go America, go Broncos. Uh, Scoop, did you have any top likes moments from this episode? Uh, pretty much on the same level of you, you know, it's pretty much, you know, that's it. Go America. Go Broncos. No worries. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I wasn't really thinking I disliked about this episode too much. Um, I didn't think that this was one of the, like the funniest, but it's not supposed to be the funniest episode. Obviously it's an episode after nine 11. So it's supposed to be kind of funny, but it's also not, you know what I mean? Like it's supposed to be a little bit of comic relief while also addressing world events, what was going on. So, I mean, that was my only complaint. It just wasn't the slapstick style that we love about, you know, laughing, but there was some good moments where we could laugh too. Um, Joe, anything you didn't like about the episode? Um, I, I don't know if it's that I didn't necessarily 
like um, the episode still holds up um, 20, almost 20 years later now. Jesus Christ. I know. Um, It it still holds up almost 20 years later. It um, definitely did what it could to uh, present the idea to Americans of most of the world hating us, which I don't think many Americans were really privy to at the time. So like, it holds up in that regard. But there, there are a couple things where, like, philosophically nowadays, I kind of disagree with it. I mean, their whole, whole love it or leave it thing at the end of the... But I'm not going to start getting into that. So, Cube, anything you didn't like about the episode? Uh, hard to say, you know, it's just... Some of it's stupid, but yeah. Yeah, I would agree. It's uh, can it can be kind of questionable, but some of it was funny. The the Stevie yeah, Nicks some of it was funny. Stupid. The Stevie Nicks was funny. Uh, uh, <laughs> right, like the the Looney Tunes stuff was funny. The Stevie Nicks stuff was funny. The um, Americans bombing everything was probably funny in two thousand one and two thousand two. But like now it's like, oh, yeah, we really are sacks of shit, aren't we? Uh, Well, how about this, Joe? Is it in your top 50 of episodes of all time? Man, it used to be. This used to be like easily top 15, top 10. And it's just over the last week, couple weeks, like I've I watched this show, this episode two times in the last 24 hours and probably five or six times in the last month, just because of how my binges go. I'll usually get far ahead and then remember that I have to come back to uh, season five. And so I'll just, so it, it's probably like somewhere between one fit. It's still in the top half. It's definitely top 150, maybe 125. It used to be so much higher, but there's like so much of it that like was funny at one time that isn't funny now that it's just way too sobering a reminder of uh, how things are. Scoop, I agree. Top 150? Uh, top 125. Top 125? Yeah. Um, I'd say right around that. I agree with you guys about 125, 150 mark. I'd be right around that same mark as well. So, all right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for another edition of I'll just let him do it. I'm your host in the scene of the air is clean. I'm lighting up green. Yeah, boy. MSG. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. Oh, Oh, fuck yeah. Each and every week I host an AEW podcast called Like the Fuse with Ben Hameen and Chris Silvio, where we break down the night's events from AEW Dynamite. And there's a whole plethora of news. So join us each and every Thursday live on YouTube, on uh, Hami Media Patreon, Hami Media Group Patreon, and soon to be on the Realm Network here as well. You can also check out patreon.com slash Stevie Ray T, Stevie Ray TV, patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV for 10 time. WCW Tag Team Champion, Hall of Famer of the WWE, one half of Harlem Heat, Stevie Ray. So check out patreon.com for Stevie Ray TV 
You'll be listening to this next week. He had four-time pro stock motorcycle champion Matt Smith on last week. So for Patreon members, you can go check that out if you're into the NHRA stuff like he is. Steve is a big fan of that. Just got to hang out with Tony Stewart. So follow him on uh, Twitter as well. Follow at Real Stevie Ray and Stevie Ray TV. Joe, anything fun coming up for you, bud? Uh, the usual suspects. I got DCW coming up. Um, end term is June 13th or 14th, something like that. I'll have to check dates, but you can find that at Devotions page. Uh, July 3rd, I will be in Vegas for Versus Pro. Uh, June 26th at the Watering Bowl in Denver. And, uh, yeah, we got all kinds of uh, fun stuff coming up. So, yeah. All right, Scoop, any parting words for us today? Diamond hands. Nice. 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 Diamond hands. Uh, Scoop, before we go, also, just so you know, I might be, uh, we'll have to start uh, thinking about Planning a little uh, hangout here in the next month or so, huh? Yeah. That's it, guys, for another edition of Suck My Balls, a South Park review. We appreciate you listening to us each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Suck My Balls Pod, on Facebook at South Park Pod, and send us your feedback at Suck My Balls Pod at gmail.com. Suck my balls, suck my balls, my balls, my balls, suck and drink. Oh, feel like butter, and my girl, taste a lot like candy. When you come, her flavor gets on everything. When we get home, baby, we can knock off the damn shakes. When I go, Is that something
looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more.